Hi, everybody. This is Kurt Schlicker with the Town Hall VIP Podcast. Unredacted. So there'll be no redacting. We're not redacting nothing today at all in any way, shape, or form. Got a lot to talk about. Let me get to some of it uh, as I sit here here in my uh, very, very special studio. Um, we got to talk about Alec Baldwin. We got to talk about the supply crisis. We got to talk about my dinner with DeSantis, which I thought was kind of interesting. Let's talk about Alec Baldwin. Remember, the fifth rule of gun safety, always treat Alec Baldwin as if he's loaded. Okay. Now, if you've read my town hall column for today, Monday, 25 October, uh, year of our Lord, 2021, you know that I have written about the moral conundrum of making fun of Alec Baldwin in the wake of uh, him, you know, killing a chick. Um, you know, he lived the Teddy Kennedy dream he's always had. Congratulations. That's method acting, not of the kind that I think is super constructive, but, you know, who, who am I to judge? Oh, wait, I'm a normal human being. I'm going to judge the shit out of this idiot. Um, the best case scenario is this guy was grossly negligent. That's that's kind of like the best you can get. Let me let me tell you a little about guns. Uh, I mean, I've, I've obviously uh, used them and overseen their use for a long time. Uh, don't freaking point guns at people and pull the trigger unless you intend to shoot them. Just basic rule of thumb. Um, apparently what happened is they had a set in a low budget movie, of which he was a producer. So he was actually personally uh, responsible for some of this stuff. Uh, they gave him a gun, a real gun. Now, they, they sometimes use real guns with uh, blanks and things. That's understandable. There are uh, complex safety procedures, which we've all learned a lot about, uh, handling guns on, on set because people have gotten killed before. You had uh, uh, Jason Lee get killed in 94. John Eric Hexum got killed before that. Uh, you know, it, it's been, what, 27 years since uh, a major gun accident on a Hollywood set. Uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Alec Baldwin's a asshole. But, you know, they have good procedures. But here's the thing about procedures. You have to follow them. Okay? You have to follow the procedures. Uh, apparently, this is a real gun. Apparently, it's been used for real shooting. Apparently, there was real ammunition. Apparently, the real ammunition was near the blank ammunition. Apparently, he didn't double-check the uh, uh, gun before he you know, shot two people, two people, one shot. Wow. And, um, I mean, it, it just completely fell apart. Now, if you've seen the 24 year old armorer person responsible for the gun, uh, you might've seen her TikTok video. She's a clown. And I, you know, people are like, well, she's just fooling around and having fun. Okay. I, I I, when I'm having somebody be my armor or someone be responsible for firearms on a set, I don't want them to be a clown. I don't particularly want uh, a lot of uh, uh, goofiness going on. Just I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe that's just me. But then again, I've never accidentally killed anybody or, or on purpose either, I, I don't think. Um, so that's now we we have been told. You know, you've got to be nice to Alec Baldwin. You you can't get down on him. And I'm not sure I buy that. I understand if you don't want to hassle him, that is your choice. I'm all about choice in vaccines and other things, uh, not about killing babies. But uh, do you 
really think, you know, because a lot of them are going, well, think of how the face, oh, someone has died and you're making fun of the guy who killed her. And people are like, think of the families. What would the families think? Well, I, I, for one, doubt that the family of the person that Alec Baldwin killed through his gross negligence is out there surfing the web, reading what strangers on Twitter say, and moreover, going, I am outraged about what these strangers on Twitter say, uh, you know, when they say mean things about the guy who killed our daughter through his gross negligence. I'm not seeing how that works. Maybe, maybe some people think that's a thing. I don't think that's a thing. I just don't say it. So don't tell me not to give uh, a ration of shit to this dumbass. Uh, because it's going to upset the families. It is uh, demonstrably not going to upset the family. In fact, the family's probably going to go right on. I can't believe this asshole killed my daughter uh, through his gross incompetence. Is it mean to Alec Baldwin? Yeah, it's kind of mean to Alec Baldwin. Do you know what should happen to uh, people who, I don't know, kill each other or kill other people through gross negligence? Uh, bad things. Bad, bad things should happen. I don't think we need to to be reluctant to point out that you know, he killed somebody through his gross negligence, and this is a bad thing we don't approve. Uh, yes, he's probably very upset about it. I don't think he went into it wanting to kill this person. Um I, I hope he's upset. I don't know. It strikes me as kind of a sociopath. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. Maybe he's like, oh, man, there goes my Saturday Night Live gig. I, I don't know. I'm suspecting he's unhappy about it, but I'm not really sure that he's human. Uh, I mean, he's a complete penis to everyone else, starting with his 11-year-old daughter and ending with all of us. Remember, he hates all of us. He doesn't just dislike us. He hates us. Uh, and, of course, Twitter is full of people posting his past tweets where he, you know, celebrated and people's deaths and problems and threatened them with death or, or wish death upon them, I guess is the best way to say it. Somehow, okay, you kind of wish death upon them. And um, I, you know, on some moral level, I'm not sure why we're supposed to hold back. To, to me, it strikes me as like being uh, in the Cold War where you had nice people. Uh, who didn't want people to blow up saying, well, the answer to, you know, the nuclear arms race is let's just not have nukes. Let's, what if they gave a war and nobody came? And there were nice people who said that's, you know, foolish people, but nice. And then there were bad people who were like, you're right. You shouldn't have nukes. And those were guys who were literally on the other side. And then there were people like me going, eh, how about you screw with me and I kill you? Uh, how about we nuke you? Mutually assured destruction, of course, in this case, mutually assured disrespect on social media. I don't understand why we're somehow obligated to go into unilateral disarmament. Why, if Alec Baldwin has made the rule, uh, and he's been a pioneer in it, that you be a complete jerk to people uh, on the other side when they are vulnerable, I am unclear why we shouldn't play by that rule. Now, some people go, well, we're better than that. I don't know about you. I'm not better than that. You fucking throw a swing at me, I'm kicking the shit out of you. Okay, that's how better than that I am. All right, well, I've seen what better than that does for us. Look at George Bush. Okay, he kept taking it like uh, uh, Ned Beatty and Deliverance. I love going back to that uh, metaphor, by the way, or analogy, or simile, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, he, he, he just took it 
and took it and took it and it got worse and worse. Did you ever see a liberal go, you know, we've been pretty mean to George Bush and he's been quite the gentleman and not coming back at us. I, I think I will stop now. No. The only reason he stopped, as I point out in my brilliant town hall column, is, uh, they stopped screwing with him when he started screwing with us after Trump beat his fat, stupid brother. And he and and George W. Uh, betrayed, let's use the correct term, betrayed the people who supported him. OK, so don't tell me that, you know, we have to set an example for decency. I don't think talking shit about somebody who killed another person through his gross negligence is indecent. I think it's just inconvenient for bad people to have us point out when preeminent bad person, someone who is hugely influential and important within their bad movement, uh, does bad things. I think it is. So it's not a matter of decency. It's a matter of convenience. Uh, it is not convenient to have Alec Baldwin the center of attention. Therefore, he shouldn't be. Now, if Don Jr. had, uh, through gross negligence, capped a woman, I kind of doubt they'd be so circumspect. In fact, to even even raise the issue is just to like provoke giggles. Of course they wouldn't. They, 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 they revel in it. Now people are going, I can't believe you're so gleeful over him killing a woman. Mm, I don't know about gleeful over him killing a woman, but I, I do wonder is the big issue how people feel about Alec Baldwin killing a woman through his gross negligence? Or is the issue Alec Baldwin killing a woman through a gross negligence? Have you noticed now it's suddenly on us? The issue is how we feel about him, you know, killing a woman through his gross negligence, not that he killed a woman through his gross negligence. Uh, nice distraction, not going to play. Okay. Um, how I feel about it is uh, irrelevant. Uh, the issue is him and his hypocrisy. The simple fact is anti-gun freak Alec Baldwin has killed more people in mass shootings uh, than any uh, Republican, Judeo-Christian, uh, MAGA hat-wearing uh, NRA member. There's literally none, no person like that who has killed more uh, people through uh, uh, in a mass shooting like Alec Baldwin has. So that's kind of where I come down on Alec Baldwin. Let me sum it up. Fuck Alec Baldwin. Uh, and the uh, uh, horse he rode in on because it was a Western. So I'm down in Huntington Beach yesterday. Uh, why? Because it was the Claremont Gala, and they were uh, awarding an award to Ron DeSantis. I wanted to see Ron DeSantis. Uh, I, I usually go to those. A friend of mine usually brings uh, Arena and I. And we decided to stay down there. Beautiful, beautiful place right on the beach overlooking kind of the San Pedro Bay, and what is Waldawan Horizon container ships? Okay, waiting again the port of Los Angeles. Uh now, if we had a Secretary of Transportation who wasn't a man, uh taking two months off to do something with his adopted baby, um, you know, we might not have that problem. But we in fact do have that problem. Uh the problem, of course, is us. The problem is you and me wanting stuff. And if we only wanted less stuff, uh, they wouldn't have a problem with a supply chain that had no problem under Trump. So 
I guess what I'm saying is I'd like it to go back to being as it was under Trump than under under this desiccated old freak who's now at what, according to Trafalgar, 39 percent approval, big three nine. That's, uh, you know, there are sexually transmitted diseases that get higher approval ratings. So I'm not sure where we're supposed to go with that. Anyway, it was right there. You know, when you see it, 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 it's actually kind of impressive. You know, you look at it and you're like, wow, there is the physical manifestation of how fucked up this administration is. And how fucked up is it? It is, uh, it is, uh, a super mega ultra fucked up. So let's talk about my man, Ron DeSantis. So we go to this thing and, uh, it, it, you know, a lot of rich donors there. Uh, I was there. Not neither rich nor a donor because I don't give money to these people. I mean, I like Claremont. Claremont's great. Claremont actually fights. It's not like Heritage, which is all about, you know, hey, look at our new building. Claremont actually gets out there and mixes it up. I like Claremont. It is worthy of support. And uh, the fact that the Bulwark and National Review and all the rest of them hate it, hate it, hate it, uh, kind of validates it. It is a uh, organization that really believes in the Constitution, really believes about thinking about things. But it also believes that politics is actually about winning struggles. We've got to go out there and win stuff. And it's not all, you know, you know what's great? Constitution. Constitution's great. No, it's actually how are we going to fight this culture war? Because that's what we're in. And I know Republicans are always such freaking sissies about the culture wars. And they want to do anything. They, they want to pretend we're not in them. But guys, guess what? We're totally in them. We are totally in a culture war. And if you don't believe it, you are uh, essentially collaborating with the enemy because they, they like it when you don't fight. And they want, they, see, they would much rather, you know, talk about tax cuts or things that are going to get their rich corporate donors, uh, benefits. That's that's kind of the purpose of a lot of these allegedly conservative think tanks. It is to perpetuate themselves rather than actually do something. So anyway, uh, DeSantis comes and um, he gets up. No notes. Talk for probably 40 minutes. Um, He's getting a lot better. I didn't used to like him as a speaker. I didn't think he was very good. He was uh, smart without being overly intellectual. And what he did is he talked about the fight. He talked about the real battle that he is in, the real battle that we are in. And, dude, he was using terms like uh, ruling class. And it was woke. Or based, you know, if you want to uh, get that way. I mean, he was he was making it happen. Um, he listed all his achievements, talked about the problems he faces, including uh, liberal judges. And he was just like flat out. He's like, you have to understand if you have a drunk, uh, a judge who was not appointed by Trump or perhaps by some of the other Republicans, but not always, they're always going to go the liberal way. They just always are. There is no time when they will go your way. Law doesn't matter. Liberal policy things matter. And that's we simply have to have more power and be willing to use it. And that's the thing about him. He's willing to use it. He's like, okay. I'm going to pass a law not letting you have vaccine mandates. I forgot. Oh my God, you can't do that. Yeah, I can. And I'm going to. Uh, very interesting because, uh, again, it's the use of power that's important. Because when we have power, conservatives have always been reluctant to use it. 
And DeSantis's message was, we got the power, freaking use it. He said, okay, look what happened in Georgia. Georgia actually did uh, election law reforms that were weaker than the ones DeSantis did in Florida. And what happened in Georgia is all the corporations freaked out and started screwing with them. You know, saying messages, you know, Major League Baseball pulled out. By the way, I don't know anything about sports ball, but I know that the Super Bowl is going to be in, uh, I think it's a Super Bowl. That's the baseball one, right? It's going to be in Atlanta, and uh, that's like freaking them out because Major League Baseball had pulled out of Atlanta for like the Superstar game or whatever. So, screw you. <laughs> um Georgia got intimidated. Georgia got hit with all these uh, companies who are writing these letters and they're pulling business out and blah, blah, blah. And uh, DeSantis says, you know, I, you know, we, we passed our stuff and I, I put the message out to these corporations. If you screw with us, I'm pushing back. Now, he didn't say exactly what he was going to do. Didn't say how. But he said, look, there, this is not a no-cost endeavor for you. If you screw with the state of Florida over our uh, election security laws, uh, you become my enemy. Uh, you're going to pay. And you know what? Nothing. They didn't do nothing to Florida. Because Florida was like, Texas is kind of doing that, too. You know, they're talking about, oh, Texas. Texas kind of like, eh, you really want to screw with us? Really want to do that? We need to exercise power. We need to exercise power ruthlessly and firmly in order to make conservative change. Uh, we have always been reluctant to use power. We've always been somehow, you know, kind of, what's the right word? We're reluctant. But, you know, we, we, just, uh, we, we somehow don't feel it's right to actually use government power. But how else are we going to express our power, folks? Okay, when the corporations have taken over, when the social media... Uh, conglomerates, uh, and he's cracking down on social media, by the way. Uh, when the social media conglomerates have gone ahead and acted to limit our ability to interact and organize and communicate, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to p pretend that the, the field hasn't changed? Or are we supposed to pretend that this is normal? This wasn't normal. This didn't happen before. They are using their power, but somehow we are morally obligated not to use our power we gotta we gotta get take a pass on it we can't we 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 can't act look right now our power is not through corporations is not informal it is only formal we have power because we control certain state governments soon we will probably control the congress and at that point we must use that political power and i know conservative but my principles we must use that political power to protect ourselves. No conservative principle is worth having if it makes us less free. Okay, if you tell us, well, you know, there's conservative principles, and it makes, uh, you know, we've got to get, we got to, you know, it's, it's basically a colonoscopy from here on in, folks, and they're not looking for polyps. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not going to have that principle. I am not going to accept it. I'm not going to, uh, pretend that it's okay it's not okay i'm not going to do it uh screw that it's war and we got to win and our weapon system is no longer public mere public opinion we don't we can't work through informal channels 
We don't have the communication capacity that we had before because social media is aligned against us. All we have is political power between us and serfdom. I vote for exercising political power. If you want to be a serf and have your principles, that's fine. But, you know, David French, move the hell off. We're done with that. We have no desire to lose gracefully. We have no desire to be gracious winners. We have no desire to shrug and go, oh, well, maybe next time, because there ain't going to be a next time. Okay? If not now, when? If not us, who? If not through the use of political power, then how? And if you don't have answers to those things, STFU. This is Unredacted, the Kurt Schlichter podcast. I want you to go buy my books uh, the Kelly Turnbull books, starting with uh, People's Republic. I'm writing a new one right now, by the way. I'll go a little later today and write more of The Fall and Rise of America. Oh, that's going to be lit. Uh, I want you to go to my On Locals page. Lots of stuff there. Everything Kurt there, including my daily morning report. That's fun. Uh, I will see you guys uh, on my stream of consciousness. That will be next Thursday. And, of course, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I've got Town Hall uh, stuff. I'll talk to you soon.